It is Wednesday, my dudes. Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pool List. My name is Lex, and I'm here with my co-host, Simon. Simon, what's up? Hey, man. How is it going with you today? It's going. It is going. And, uh, we are a podcast. We talk about comic book stuff, nerd stuff, things that will not get you laid in any situation unless you're at a convention with other lady nerds or guy nerds, whatever you're into. <laughs> We took last week off because, uh, man, I was overwhelmed with life, so I apologize, um, but yeah, I won't even go into details on that. It was just a lot going on, and then I was under the weather, too, so it, was, it would have been like a grumpy me, like, yeah, yeah, this book sucks. <laughs> yeah. That would have been the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, man. Everybody, everybody understands when everybody's got a little bit of life coming at them, especially in these dire times yeah it's a lot of life coming at us yeah now i can get my um vaccine though i'm part of the commonwealth i can get their vaccines so that's cool i should probably sign up and do that (laughs) maybe i get my second one next week oh nice my wife got hers last week last friday and it completely put her on her ass man Mm. like the next day she was ooh. She was out. She had like a 104 temperature. Damn. The same thing happened to my mom when she got hers a month or two or a month ago. But my dad got his shots and he was fine. So maybe yeah. us, maybe us men are immune to pain. <laughs> There's uh, somebody in town that they have this uh, theory that people that have had COVID mm. may have like worse reactions with the first round. This has, there's no science behind this. This yeah. is her personal theory. But she was saying because, like, you're introduced, I don't know, whatever, but say it has some of my other friends like, oh shit, I got a bad reaction with the first shot, or some people don't. Maybe I had COVID and never realized it, you know? I, I'm sure there's no truth to that. But. My wife's aunt and uncle, they both got theirs and they were like, no, we were fine. And they think, and this is all people thinking things. <laughs> They think it's because, like, they got all those weird vaccines way, way back in the day before we were born. It's kind of like a booster to that old line of vaccines. Like the, yeah, the army shots where they (laughs) pop, pop, pop. So, who knows? Um, I'm excited to get mine. I'm excited to uh, start licking tables in public domains. I know. I cannot wait to start eating old used gum. (laughs) Oh, man. How have you been, though? It's been a while. Like, I've because I was under the weather last week, we were stressed about my my son. He was sick, and and then school was kicking my ass. I really didn't get to talk to you that much, man. Yeah, I just realized your name, Doctor Sex. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I've been all right. I've been really busy as well. I'm working on this uh, art show. I got accepted into this program um, for uh, art entrepreneurs and. Ooh here in town um it's like a nine-month program it's only once a month that they do a class but there's going to be some other parts to that i found out for this that this thing that i discussed with someone last year like with summer classes summer art classes got approved so that's on my radar now again because i just forgot about it um so yeah i'm kind of 
kind of busy. Not yeah. terrible, but kind of busy. You're a busy guy. And you started doing these great review shows for our YouTube channel. Well, I appreciate your, <laughs> your I have, review. I have been loving them, man. I really have. Um, and then the few people that I know that have watched them have thoroughly yeah. enjoyed them. So, well, good. Yeah, I have. I have fun. I'm. I I don't really know where to go with it. You know what I mean? Like I'm like I guess I'll do this one this week. I don't yeah. know. Uh, I think I'll do Inspector Gadget this week though. Yeah, I just got that one in. It's fairly new. And and the thing about YouTube, it's one of those things that snowballs. It just takes one video to hit, and then the rest of them take off. So. I've been po- I've been posting snuff films on there to try to rope some people. <laughs> I did notice that yeah. <laughs> to get some of those trickled down. We'll see. Trying a few different things, and you know, once you get done with your art project, we talked about doing some uh, other videos where we watch movies and stuff. I don't know if we'll be able to do that still now that you're hacking yourself oh. full of. <laughs> it should be good. I won't be teaching every day, every weekend, or anything during the summer, so it should be fine. I do, after this show, want to talk to you about possibly batch recording some episodes so we don't ever have to run into a weekend where we're, or week where we're like, oh, I can't do it this week. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even if I come to town, which I guess we're talking about right now, even if I come to town on like a weekend, we could just set aside a few hours on Saturday, knock out a few, and then we have some in the in the holster. Yeah, in the Ball bank. <laughs> Ball bank. <laughs> All right, guys. Enough chit-chat about Simon and I's life. You don't really care. So let's get into what you came here for, the trending nerd topics. Not that you haven't seen all of this stuff already because it's <laughs> the previous week, but you haven't heard me and Simon talk about it. So here we are. Yeah, you First get to up, hear it in our beautiful tambour. <laughs> First up. In re- it was recently announced. I don't know why I said that with a uh, Swedish chef accent. It's a hanger danger pinger. It was recently announced that the video game Ghost of Tsushima by Sucker Punch is going to get a movie adaption adaption by Chad. Not even going to try to say his last name. Stalchinsky. But he was the director of John Wick, and those movies are entertaining. I won't say that they're like. You're not good. They're not thought pieces or anything <laughs> yeah. like that. They're they're entertaining. <laughs> I would say John Wick to me is like the Expendables, but like better. You yeah. know, like the Expendables was like your bros, like we're gonna go watch it, blow up. Yeah, <laughs> but like yeah. John Wick is like, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he's a cool guy. What makes which I'm okay with this movie because in this movie or in this game, there's not a crazy amount of dialogue. Like it's not dialogue heavy. Uh-huh. There are some subtle moments that you need to know for the story, but it is one of my all-time favorite games. Yeah, it's really good. So I'm excited to see the guy that played the voice of uh, what the hell is his name? Jin. Jin. Yeah, the guy that played the voice of Jin said that he. I don't know if they used his face or not, but I he said they that they said that he would definitely reprise the role in the film, which to me would be great. Yeah, that's cool. That's a neat connect. I wonder if it would be like a prequel, sequel, or just be a retelling. Yeah. Because, you know, they talked about, I've heard rumors of them making a second one. Which, spoiler mm-hmm. alert, if you beat the game, I mean, he's still alive at the end. <laughs> so there could, and there is technically, yes. you know, more things that he has to do, he says. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it needs it. I definitely don't think it's one of the games that needs it. 
No, uh, much like Horizon Zero Dawn, like it was good as its own game, but yeah. they, I mean, they made a made a new one with that. So yeah, <clears throat> we'll see. It's, it's hard. Those kind of things print money because, like, things like I hope it doesn't go the route of like, like I guess it wouldn't, but like Assassin's Creed, like they made fifty five of those games. Yeah, I can't see that though. I mean, while I agree with what you're saying, like Assassin's Creed, they still went by history. historical accuracy quote-unquote for a lot of things i don't know see yeah um i don't know the last assassin's creed i did did not like i bought it and i feel i feel bad that i bought it let me borrow it if i can send it to you digitally i I will i would i just didn't like it it just it was boring to me Uh, that's what i heard valhalla yeah it was boring i was excited because i like the whole viking setting but uh no it was just boring they didn't have enough of the story like i feel like odyssey which I talk about all the time is a lot of story to it, and this one didn't have enough story for me. I didn't it's care. A, yeah, it's just, Odyssey is just really interesting too, in my opinion. I don't know. Yeah, same. All right, so Static Shock, the movie has landed a writer, Randy McKinnon from Disney Plus's Safety, which I haven't seen, so I don't know Safety. if that's a I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Mm. I can tell you that I'm excited that a Static Shock movie is coming out, and but I, I don't know. I can't, you know, I can't gauge it off of safety. Okay. I, hate, I hate him. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen safety either, but I, I'm with you. Hopefully it's a, uh, it's a good one. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's DC too. So it's always like, mm. <laughs> right. I, I hope that they don't try to connect these anymore. I really think that other than mentions of other heroes, I hope that they don't try to connect a lot of these movies anymore for DC. Yeah, I'm I'm like that too. Like I don't I guess I don't mind there being a lightly connected universe, but I So like if there was like we're not going to talk about Snyderverse. We're going to get through these notes real quick and then talk about that in a second. But if they just continue if maybe if they continued that with another movie, but like any other movie that they make after like don't connect it. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, you think about like Shazam. Shazam has subtle mentions, but of yeah. the Snyder movie. So, yeah. yeah so I guess they have to be. Mm. I don't know. I hope it's good. DC. I'm always scared of everything they make. Uh, speaking of DC, Pierce Brosnan has been recruited to be in the not Justice Society movie, even though it is about the Justice Society, but the Black Adam movie. He's going to be Doctor Fate. What do you think about that? It's cool. I like Pierce Brosnan. Uh, and he's old enough. I think he'll be, I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, he's a good actor. A lot of people say that he was good as James Bond, which he was. But my favorite Pierce Brosnan movies are, um, Mamma Mia and Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was great. In- Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah, when he was the the major character. <laughs> yeah, I think he was great in both of two of my favorite movies. So <laughs> the I'm titular character of Mrs. <laughs> Doubtfire. I'm excited about this. This movie's going to be what I think, uh, like you talked about, a, a movie that you go see with your bros. I think it's going to be a fun movie like that. I don't think it's going to be necessarily good. Yeah, no. So I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if you saw. I, go ahead. Uh, as much as I like The Rock, he's not like an acting yeah. powerhouse. Yeah, he doesn't make. I like his movies. But yeah, that I'm doesn't, not. That doesn't mean they're good. 
Right. Well, I mean, and they're funny. He's a funny dude, but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but he's not known for his range. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. pretty much plays the rock in all of his movies. Um, I'm, I'm excited for it. It's like Hobbs and Shaw. I don't know if you ever saw that. Mm-mm. It's it's dumb. Obviously, it's a spinoff of the Fast and Furious movies. Where they're superheroes now. But yeah, they're super. It's but it was a fun movie. Like I enjoyed watching it. And at the end, I was like, ah, I've <laughs> seen way worse movies. Right. So uh, I'm excited about that. I can't wait to see what this movie is actually going to be. Something that I thought was going over to some comic book news. Something that I thought was interesting is that Marvel and Penguin Random House has signed an exclusive distribution deal, which is big. So for years, all comic books have gone through Diamond distributors. DC earlier, maybe in the middle of last year, broke off and started doing their their own thing, and it was this big deal. Um, and Diamond was still good because they had Marvel, but now Marvel has broken off and they've signed this deal with Penguin Random House. Um, you know, a lot of people complain about Diamond had they had this monopoly on comic book distributing. They had, I mean, they had every comic book company and every publisher they were the main distributors mm-hmm. and during the coronavirus they kind of dropped the ball on a lot of stuff like they weren't shipping out anywhere to anybody and so it's like comic book com- or lots of comic book shops have they had curbside set up they had delivery like ours would deliver to your house you know they had all kinds of things set up just to keep their business afloat mm-hmm. but you couldn't do that if you couldn't get books and it sucks. It sucks that the only place that you can get books is from this one place, and they couldn't figure it out. Like everybody else was figuring out things on the fly, and there was sort of like no communication. It was just like, nope, we're not doing it. Yeah. So it kind of put these big companies um, in a bind. Like DC specifically, uh, the Terrifics, one of my favorite all-time DC books, was had three issues left in the series. But since they couldn't get any books distributed, they never went to print. And they just moved those issues to digital. And so we never got those last three (laughs) issues. And then I feel like there was maybe eight DC titles that went straight digital and then canceled because they couldn't get distributed. So if you think about a big big companies, a big corporation like that, you've got to make some decisions on like how to switch it up. So that's cool. I'm interested to see what happens. Diamond said that they're fine. Of course, when someone breaks up with you, you're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I'm fine." <laughs> so, yeah, they, I think they do some toy distributions as well. I know some yeah. of the things they, that I've ordered. They still have Image, IEW, Boom, so I'm sure they're fine. But it's like a big chunk is Marvel oh. and DC. I mean, I would imagine that Marvel and DC outsell the other ones combined. Yeah, I just because they sell like the most crazy stuff, and I think you're right. I think they do distribute. The toys through uh, different companies as well. The toys. So that's cool. Uh, other something else I thought was cool. Russell Crowe <clears throat> has been cast as a in a mysterious role in Thor four. I bet he's just going to be another one, like in the play that they did, because yeah. I think yeah. they're doing that again. I hope yeah. so. I hope so too. I hope he's not anything. A lot of people are immediately. It doesn't matter if anybody's cast in Thor. That's a guy and a good actor. They say it's better a bill. People said that, um, what's his name? They played Christian Bale was better a bill. They said that another guy that was on the set was better a bill. And now they're saying Russell Crowe, of course, is him. I'd love to see better a bill. Me too. Um, I wouldn't be mad at it, but I hope that Russell Crowe is just one of those 
Yeah. Because they got, uh, they brought in, what's her name from Ghostbusters? One of the ladies from, from the ladies' Ghostbusters. Oh. Uh, <laughs> she, was, she, was, she was in Bridesmaids. Dang, I can't think of her name. But she's in it. She's going to play Hella in that play. Oh, uh, you're talking about that lady. She that played lady. Cheetah? No. No, not her? No. Uh, Bear with me, folks. Melissa something, right? Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. Yeah, she's going to play Hella in the play, with, and Matt Damon's going to reprise his role. So, I mean, I, f- I feel like that's going to be good. Maybe, I don't know. That's worth the price of admission alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, here's my thing about, like you said, everybody's going to speculate, 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 speculate. Always. You're, you're ruining it for everyone else. <laughs> Stop yeah. it. And yourself. <clears throat> yeah, I, I saw something. It was some clip somebody had posted on TikTok. They were like, yeah, we talked about this. You know, we had him on our show. We had talked about this. And yeah, Marvel definitely needs to do this to bring so-and-so into the... I'm like, no, they don't need to do shit. Don't do that. You're not a writer. <laughs> so just enjoy the damn movie. I mean, I don't know. I know some people get some enjoyment out of speculating. I love conspiracy theories yeah they're not real but i enjoy them so maybe it's the same to them but boy howdy i that just sounds so wild <laughs> boy howdy i'm just so uh like you said you know somebody's somebody's cast are like oh shit you know who this is gonna be mm-hmm. mephisto yeah that's who he needs to be that'd be hilarious if it was him. i just feel like I do a little bit of speculating, but when it comes to things like this, like I'm not going to try to figure out who he is. Even when Christian Bell was cast, I was like, ah. if someone asked me who I thought it'd be, and I would just say a name, but it's not like, oh, well, I have these strings on my wall. I'm like, well, <laughs> Pepe Silva. <laughs> well, there's a difference between like, oh, it'd be cool if it's this and like, yeah, Marvel needs to do this or it's going to be a shit movie. It's like, oh, no. they're all, they're all pretty. They're set up well. Yeah, they're all, <laughs> they're all pretty good. You know what I mean? Like I didn't. I haven't watched a single Marvel movie that, or really DC movie besides <clears throat> Batman vs Superman, Justice League. Uh, yeah, those two that I've been like, oh, this is the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I would say, all Marvel movies up from one to five are at least a three. Mm-hmm. Thor, uh, the second Thor is probably a two. Yeah, that one would be a one. And Infinity War and. Infinity War for me is like a five. Endgame's probably like a four. Yeah. But that's it. Like the rest of them are all even kill. I believe I, I agree with you, man. I just they're enjoyable. Yeah. But they're not good. I mean, they're good. They're <laughs> I don't know yeah. that guy. <laughs> they're not high art. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of high art, we got the first trailer for the Suicide Squad. Did you watch it? I did, yeah. Oh man, what'd you think? I'm excited about it. That's cool. Never in my life in the year 2021 would I think that I would be excited for a Suicide Squad movie. Mm -hmm. Again, I watched the trailer and I feel like they, in the first one, the way they cut it, they tried to be too serious. Like the tone of DC was too serious for some reason. And this one realizes how silly it all is in the grand scheme of things and then really dives deep in that. So um, I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I really do. So I thought Idris Elba was replacing Will Smith, but Deadshot's just not in this. No, 
Deadshot's dead. Dead. I don't know if he's dead, but yeah, he's not playing Deadshot. He's just a whole new character. Cool. Ho- hopefully he dies. He's a whole new character? He's not, not it's a character? He's, he's, he's in the comic books. I can't remember oh, okay. what, what character he is. Kill, strike, something like something. I can't remember what he is. Um, if you know, hit us up. I do know. I have this the picture in my head. Well, it's an obscure character. Mm. Speaking of Idris Elba, like I feel like he has top tier acting jobs. <laughs> and in these superhero movies, they have put him in the like weirdest roles. Yeah. He's Heimdall. Like, who gives a shit about Heimdall? I do, man. And then now... And, Talk about my boy like that. And now they have him as this weird, obscure character in Suicide Squad when he could have been, like, Jon Stewart or something. Yeah. They're not gonna... That, they're not gonna do Jon Stewart. Oh, uh, maybe now. Maybe now John John Stewart needs to be the, the Green Lantern if they make another one. Cal Jordan, obviously, is still alive. He's still but alive. He, Idris Selva's getting older, man. He can't do 15 movies. And <laughs> yeah, it's true. And plus, he's he's rich. Maybe he's one of those guys that's like, you know what? I have enough money. Yeah, I can do whatever I want. I have enough money. I don't have to do any more movies. Yeah, I just have to pay taxes on this mansion. So <laughs> I'm going to do uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Speaking of great movies, Thundercats is coming out. How do you think that's going to be? First, oh man, I don't know. I hope it's like Cats the movie. Oh, that movie's so weird. <laughs> I hope it's Uncanny Valley weird. That's so weird. That, like, the beginning of Thundercats is weird because they're all naked. And then all of a sudden, I guess they eat the forbidden fruit and realize their nakedness. Because, like, yeah. it's weird. And they had, like, joints, you uh-huh. know? So, like, you'd see Chitara, and she'd have, like, joints on her arms and her legs where her later clothes will be. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a weird... I loved the Thundercats when I was a kid. I think a lot of people did. It's like a very 80s, early 90s kid thing. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if it works now. No. Like, as a cartoon, yeah, but... Live action's weird, man. It is. I don't know. Especially after seeing Cats. Yeah. He's got to do it well. Yeah. I'm curious how this Godzilla vs. Kong... It comes out tomorrow, right? Yeah. Or today, if you're listening to this as soon as it drops. Yeah, the director of Godzilla vs. Kong, Adam Wingard, is going to be directing Thundercats. Apparently, they they like what he did. It's Warner Brothers, so... Hmm. They're like, I don't know, it's passable. Yeah, okay, he did Godzilla vs. Kong, give him Thundercats. I do want to watch that movie, though. I mean, every preview I've seen, I'm like, yeah, okay, Monsters Fighting, check. Yeah, I'm excited about it. uh, I just want Ultraman to drop down and just dropkick both of them <laughs> yeah uh i i'm curious about the thundercats movie you know what I, I would really love to see like an anime adaptation of the original thundercats like not a retelling like they did with the newer one i think that's where that one failed it tried to grab a new audience and they're like i don't know tell a brand new story <clears throat> i guess they kind of had like a new thing but i'm saying like do the original with more fighting but like anime yeah. So merge Maybe. the old show and the new show cuz the new show looks great. Yeah. But the story was the story was completely different. Not that, you know, ThunderCats back in the day was, you know, recognized for its award-winning story. It was great, dude. <laughs> like they had that one guy who was like god. Well, he was like 
their leader, but he died because they're so he died. Yeah, but he was like a regular human though, wasn't he? He was like a force ghost. What are you talking about? I'm talking about that guy. No, he was like a yeah, he was like another lion type character. I don't know what he was. But, I thought uh, he was a regular dude. <laughs> I thought that was no. even weirder. They they're I think their autopilot messed up and so their suspended animation tubes Damn. You know, so he had to stay out of the suspended animation tubes to fly the ship and he died. Damn, he drew the so kind of deep. Up. Yeah, it's kind of a deep subject for a kid's show. Maybe I'll go back and watch the old Thundercats. We'll see. It's not not really good beyond that. Uh, I started. I did watch a little bit of the old Wildcats cartoon. Do you remember Wildcats? That's the way they had they have the jet, right? Well, it's, you, uh, that's no, Swat that's Cats. that's Wildcats. Wildcats is the Jim Lee book from. Oh Andrew. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad. It's very bad. <laughs> so, Wildcats is good though. Wildcats is really good. That's all we got for nerd training topics. Simon, what's going on with you in? <laughs> the action figure world uh well there were a couple of uh new drops there was a big one in the mezco world the black skull death brigade i don't know people were freaking out about it uh for a a long time yeah i mean it's neat for a long time it's kind of a secret agent type theme to it about a couple of those just as army builders um but it was interesting because their website like blew up like, I was afraid I didn't even get them because I kept trying to reload and it was like all kinds of messed up. <clears throat> so anyway, I was one of the lucky few. Um, I've been cruising eBay pretty hardcore. Uh, there's this one seller called GPS Lot and they sell clothes and stuff like that. I'm sure you've seen them for your figure. Mm-hmm. But they also sell figures. Figures. They sell some, like, knockoff Mesco stuff, which I've been buying because it's like forty bucks for a body and some hands. Yeah. Um, but I bought from them. I bid and I and I got um a, an Inspector Gadget from Blitzway Toys, and he is sick. Like I was, he's pretty cool. I was, you know, I was like, okay, this is gonna be whatever. But I got him, and he's great. Um, I loved cool. Inspector Gadget as a kid. I watched it the other day, and I kind of hate how stupid he is. Yeah. If you can't tell by me, people, or by listening to us, I watched a lot of TV as a kid. <laughs> yeah. uh, my parents didn't like talking to me very much. Yeah, they're like, go watch TV. <laughs> yeah, lots we, of TV. We joke about that when we watch Mad Men now, because she's always like, Betty Draper's always like, go watch TV, kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what um, it was. But yeah, if y'all get a chance, check out that Blitzway um Inspector Gadget because it's really cool. Yeah, you you just did a you posted a picture of it online, and then you'll be doing the review maybe, right? Is well, that... I posted a picture on the Discord. I haven't I haven't Ooh. posted a real picture. Never um, mind. Sorry, guys. Insider yeah. scoop. <laughs> yeah, I took a I took a picture with a simple light setup just to make it not have my computer in the background. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it's cool. Uh, and so I'll do a review this week. I'll post some pictures of that. Uh, I think I'm going to switch out my format of my show. Instead of doing like everybody else does the same, like, oh, picture, picture still, I'll just run through some poses at the end. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing I got, there's a company called Noir Toys, and they make a Gotham by Gaslight Batman. Mm-hmm. I know that there is one coming out for Mesco, but I went ahead and got this one now. It looks 
pretty sweet, so it should be coming in pretty soon. I've seen the Mezco one. The Mezco one looks cool. It's not out yet, though, right? Mm-mm. It looks cool, though. They are doing a pre-order today when you're listening to this, maybe. They are doing a pre-order for the uh, Tiger Stripe Wolverine. Mm, that's like all that's blue one. Yeah, so. I like Wolverine. And that one does look cool. It does. I don't think I'll get it. I th- I'm pretty happy with my brown and I'm yeah. not like a Wolverine collector. So. Me either. Sometimes on the Mezco figures, the teeth look weird to me. Yeah, but you also on have some to... of them. Yeah. So I've thought that too. I thought that with the Batman. I got a Batman Supreme Knight. I got him a new yellow belt. Ooh. So he looks like the the comic uh, Old Man Batman. But like I thought that about him too. But you're you're looking at a picture that's zoomed in to where its head is this big. His yeah. head's only that big. Yeah, it's true. So you can't really see it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there was one picture I saw. I think it might have been the older Wolverine or something. Maybe it might have been that Batman. But I was like, eh, those teeth look weird. Yeah. I I I was going to get that Batman a long time ago, and I just kept passing on. I was like, God, I hate that face. <laughs> I think that's all we got for trending topics, guys. So we will be right back after these Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a ton of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I edit? How do I get my show on all the podcasting apps? Well, the answer to all of these questions is pretty simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Simon and I love Anchor. Honestly, we record, we drop it in Anchor, and it's automatically distributed out to our community. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast. Listen, if you're like me, you're tired of going out on the hunt for great pops or NECA figures and finding empty or destroyed displays. That's where Galactic Toys and Collectibles comes in. They have a great selection of Funko, NECA, Gunpla, and trading cards. All your nerd essentials. Their stock is always rotating, so you never know when they'll have that thing that's sold out everywhere else. Use our affiliate link through my Instagram, SimonToast, in the description or on our website, and surf their stock. You never know what you'll find, and it will really help out the show. All right, welcome back, folks. Thank you for listening to those ads. And as always, if you didn't, we will never know. (laughs) This is the section of the podcast where we review a trade. Some people would say it's a trade review. Some people. Some people. Not us. No, we would never call it that. That is tacky and lazy. Lazy writing. (laughs) This week of the podcast, we are reviewing a book called Excellence. Excelente. Excellent. It was written by Brandon Thomas and illustrated by <laughs> Carrie Randolph. Now, Carrie Randolph, it's spelled K-H-A-R-Y, so I could be botching that, mainly because I can't read very well. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, Man, before, Kelly. <laughs> before we even start, the Secret Society is called Aegis. Aegis? Aegis? I'd say Aegis. Aegis? Mm-hmm. Before I start saying that wrong, numerous times. <laughs> so yeah, we read Excellence. It's an imprint 
it's by Image Comics, but it, the imprint is Skybound. And Skybound is the same people that do Invincible, which I talk about all the time. They also have a book that I want to read with Simon very soon called Firepower. So I tend to be a fan of Skybound in general, but we will see what I think about this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Simon, do you want to go? <clears throat> Let me tell you right now, before we start, ladies and gentlemen, my notes are, some of them are good. Some of them are, so you might want to ad lib whichever one we decide for you to go on. Hmm. Okay. Um, so do you want to go one or do yeah, you want to go two? I'll go one. Yeah, one is, I'm going to tell you right now, probably best going one because one, I wrote two, uh, one, three, and five should be good. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I went like extra detail on some of them. So like to give you some room to ad lib. And then on some of them, I went, very minimal because i was like maybe i'll do this one and i can <laughs> i know where i'm kind of going with my thought process <laughs> all right so spencer dollars is the way i read it uh was born yeah. into a world of magic his father belongs to aegis a secret society of black magicians ordered by their unseen masters to better the lives of others of higher potential but never themselves now it's time for spencer to follow in his father's footsteps but all he sees is a broken system in need of someone with the wand and the will to change it. But in this fight for a better future, who will stand beside him? Um, so it seems like the rest of these notes kind of a more of a reviewer thing. But yeah, I can. Uh, <clears throat> I'll go ahead and start reading those too. So, <laughs> um, excellent one. Uh, I mean, excellence ones is uh, the start of a good series. The story itself. Needs a little bit more clarification in the world. And I agree with that. Yeah, these uh, are kind of my thoughts. So, I, Yeah, I agree with that. So in issue one, I honestly, and I'll say that, spoiler alert, for the rest of it, I really had a hard time understanding what the hell was going on. Like, what what is magic? Who's allowed to do it? Why they're allowed to do it? Um, like, what are the why? What? <laughs> Yeah. There's just so many weird rules that you aren't you aren't really privy to. In Excellence One, you see that uh, Spencer has like he's like a late bloomer, so he doesn't really uh, get his powers until late. But he seems to be like the Goku of or the Gohan of powers. Like yeah. once he gets them, he's like super powerful when he gets mad or something. So, mm-hmm. um, it, I was confused. Um, most of it. To be to be one hundred percent honest, I, I just I, I read over it a couple of times and I just, um, but I do like the idea, mm-hmm. I will say, and I think the art is good. The art was uh, good. I I'm gonna jump in real quick. I am the same way. I if you've listened to the beginning of this podcast. I had a stressful week last week, and so I was reading, and I was just exhausted. Everybody's exhausted. I get it. I'm not trying to make excuses. But <laughs> while I was reading this, I was like, maybe I'm too tired to read this. I So, honestly, I had the same discussion internally. <laughs> yeah. The same monologue. 
I was like, I think I'm just too tired to understand what yeah. the hell's going on. There's a lot of dialogue, like all the text. But and again, I'm not someone that says I don't like to read. I'm just saying there's a lot to in six issues. There's a lot to consume. Yeah, comics are supposed to be more pictures and less words, and this one's a lot of words. There's a lot to consume and a lot to try to to try to. And we're we're going off like a full review, but it's a lot to try to consume on the side of the reader right right so hierarchy's a family there's Mm -hmm. his dad is one of these ultimate wizards and the whole dynamic between father and son was great Mm -hmm. and that's a big part of it you you get pulled in with these emotions immediately so i was like oh man this is interesting this is good i like this but then as more of the world gets introduced i'm just like what wait what (laughs) yeah so issue one they try to do a lot of world building so if you listen to the show often we talk about how we like to be dropped in and this one didn't want to drop you in it wanted to give you every damn the genealogy all the way back to whatever which is cool but it was it was a lot i did like the feel of the book i like the vibe Uh i like the it had a futuristic vibe even though it was wizards and but it had sort of an ancient vibe to it. So mm-hmm. I did like that. I did like the art. I love the colors. As you know, I'm a sucker for that. Uh, I love crayons. Yeah, I do. I do a lot of crayons. 64 packs. Uh, the guy, the Spencer looked a lot like Michael B. Jordan. I thought that was weird. That's funny, too. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I made the same note. Yeah. I thought that was weird. He pulled me in and kind of took me out when he did look like Michael B. Jordan. So it was like... I couldn't tell if he had shadow on his chin or if it was the goatee. Yeah. The whole book. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. That was me in high school, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would say yours was more developed than mine. <laughs> I Issue one, I was intrigued. Um, yeah. I was definitely, like you said, I love the idea of it. But I, I was, it was too much. I, I feel like I was missing something um, mm-hmm. for 26 pages. It was too much. Um, I didn't know what Aegis was. It was a right. society that he was trying to be this huge part of. His, I knew at the core of it, it was about his relationship with his dad. I, I, I got that. But everything else was just like way staticky. I needed it to be a little more subtle. Mm-hmm. It was just like way too much because his dad was like this great dad, which I get that, which is a lot of like people, myself with my biological father, like a lot of people have that relationship with their parents where you think they're great and then they end up like being sort of crappy. So mm-hmm. yeah, you can definitely relate relate to that. Carrie Randolph really did do a great job catching the tone of the series. The action scenes, in my opinion, were great, even if I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> It was like a Transformers. Movie. Yeah, I was like, "This, like, is, cool. this is cool." <laughs> yeah. It was like a, it was like an anime to me. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, this is great." I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but it looks cool. Um, I'm gonna start. Excellence issue number two. The Aegis pro- protects the world, but not everyone is equal in their eyes. A lesson their newest recruit, Spencer Dallas, learns the hard way when he crosses the Aegis's unseen master, the Overseer. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm totally, if I had to describe it to anyone, I would say this book is Harry Potter meets Wakanda. That's the vibe I got. The futuristic tour of Wakanda City mixed with 
you know, the old school worlds of Harry Potter and Hogwarts. Tin- tiniest bit of Tron, just yeah. for the lights. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but this issue starts to give it its own identity, and I, I wanted it to. And I, I don't want anyone listening to think that I don't enjoy this book so far. I'm enjoying it. I'm just, I'm just trying to piece it together. Mm-hmm. So again, like I said, this is really dives deeper into the story. If you read it as a story between a father and a son, and sort of like his son feeling neglected by his dad, then it's great. And I was, t- I was, one hundred percent anchored in on that. Um, I felt like it was more about family trauma than actually like wizards and magic and things like that. Yeah. But, but that doesn't mean that everything else gets a pass. Yes. Because I was confused at like the, the job of the patrons is to be like sort of like guardian angels to, yeah, that- to white people. Well, and I don't they know were, if it's just white people. Is it just white people? It was just white people, man. <laughs> it was just white people. Oh man, I didn't. I didn't. And really the wizards that. are only black people. Yeah, I did notice it. It, it really. I was about to say the same thing. Like guardian angels. Like it is. Like they make subtle things to change the course of someone, so they can obviously predict the future. Somebody predicts the future and sends them on these missions. Yeah, the higher ups. The higher-ups, who are they? Aegis, where's the hierarchy? We know about patrons, which is a tier, but that's really it. And then we get introduced to this person that even the characters in the story don't even really know about. The Overseer. Mm-hmm. It's just is, a white... Is a white <laughs> character. Yeah, it's, 100% I mean, white. You know, when we say white, like he's he's like a white shadow. Like, he, yeah. no details, he's just a... Colorless. I feel thing. like that's intentional, though. Yeah. I just probably yeah. at this point I was like lost. Yes, there were so many. So, especially that, and not to get too much into the book to spoil anything, but he's like in the library or something. Like he's looking for answers, and the overseer steps in, and you're like, "Wait, what? Is this bad? I don't understand what's bad here. What? What did he do wrong?" Well, it was like, "No, okay, so his grandma's sick, remember?" And so yeah. he's going to break into this vault, which he breaks into numerous times in the book, really uh-huh. easy to get healing stones to bring his grandma back. That's right. And yeah. that's when uh, his brother from another mother, Aaron, tries to stop him, but he's just this angry, angsty character. Yeah, both both played by Michael G. B. Jordan. <laughs> right. He's just this angry, angsty character. He's like, you know, fuck you, man. You, yeah. You're my dad's favorite, but I'm his real son. It's just like this. You're not my dad. He's just this weirdly, the main, I didn't really relate to the main character as much as I originally did. Mm-hmm. Because I was, a, and the, I got to say something good about it. I feel like I'm harping on it. I, the overseer stepping in was weird to me because I feel like we Aegis was the antagonist, but then we just completely jumped over Aegis the antagonist to this overseer character, which no one knows about. Right. He's, and he seems he seems awfully important to be doing things himself. Yeah, that he's makes the sense. Leader without being the leader, he's like the man behind the curtain. Yeah, which is weird. Um. 
I, so it goes through Spencer's ages, which I thought was good because a lot of times in books it jumps around and you kind of you have a hard time keeping up. But it does do a little thing where it lets you know of his age, so it lets you know that it is a time jump, which I appreciated that so much. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this makes sense. This helps me keep track of where we're going, kind of. Right, kind of, kind of. <laughs> I appreciated the attempt. What do you think about issue two, man? I don't know. To be honest, I was still, it jumps around so much. Um, I was still pretty lost. I was lost. Yeah. Um, it's like, I so want to like, not, I don't know. I so want to understand and like this series Mm -hmm. that it's like I'm making excuses for it. It's not bad, but I just don't understand what the fuck is going on excuse I my understand. language i don't understand it it's not that i understand it i feel that, like i feel like i'm missing something right that that that's yeah it's not that we cannot comprehend yeah it is that there is a keystone missing here something yeah. to hold up the arc because like i don't know when we talk about numerous episodes we talk about writing a story in volume form with intention of volume two and volume three. Mm-hmm. This is 100% could not be volume one could not be the story. Right. It couldn't, it couldn't, it couldn't. I don't even know if it's, I don't even know if it's dropping enough clues for the world to be more than one volume. Does that make any sense? I feel like it, it has to. Well, no, I agree. It has to, but to me, this is a, this is the equivalent to a movie that ends on a cliffhanger expecting a second movie. It's but, funny that you say that because that's what I 100% feel like this was written for. Yeah. Because you're, you're not going to get these answers anytime soon. In my opinion, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I haven't read. There's 12 issues out. It seems another thing I'll say is, uh, so far, I know we're only in issue two, but so far it seems like there's one story arc that could definitely finish up and be resolved at the end of the issues. But there's this other thing that there's so many questions. It's like the show Lost. You know, you may never get answers for this. This is like the mystery box. So I think with these two, these two story arcs or plot points or whatever are conflicting with one another. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because it's like, you would think that his anger and everything would wrap up in the story, but in the moment that, and it feels like it, and we'll talk about it in a second, it feels like it's getting to that point, but then in issue five or what, maybe the beginning of six, he's like, no, fuck that. <laughs> and yeah. then he's like, he gets angry all over again. It's just like, what? <laughs> yeah, he's very angry. <laughs> all so, right, issue number three. Issue three, uh, Spencer Dallas and Aaron Mills, uh, which is the other character that is played by Michael B. Jordan, uh, were supposed to be brothers, but their responsibilities to Aegis tear them apart. Uh, oh, sorry. But will their responsibilities to Aegis tear them apart? Excellence continues to be a powerful story. Uh, why? Maybe. Feel, yeah. feels, it feels, it, <laughs> yeah, I will tell you right now, I definitely 
feel the gravity of the story. I feel <laughs> yeah, the, emo- right. the emotions and the characters <laughs> are are well written. Like it right. definitely, you definitely feel all the emotions of the characters. There's content there. I just, it's just intense for the sake of being intense. I feel like right. Yes, there's there's content in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, the characters are thoughtful and thought provoking. Individually, I yeah. I won't say that the writing is sharp and intense. I'm gonna yeah. not say that. Um, there is never a moment intense, where they not sharp. Yeah, there's never a moment where the emotional stakes, as well as the political stakes, are forgotten. Which I agree with. Yeah. While Spencer is being crushed beneath the weight of both of them, also I agree with. Yeah. Um, Brandon Thomas continues to infuse this family drama with relevance and genuine heart while blending real world circumstance into a bureaucratic fantasy world. Maybe this is what I'm. I'm, I'm thinking. This is me thinking. I'm really thinking about it. This yeah, and I. Yeah, I I do feel like, you know, I feel like that's true. It has to be there, man. But. It's like, it's so hard to describe yeah. how this, how we can feel this way and not understand what the fuck is going on. Like, because there, you, you obviously feel between, um, between Spencer and his father, you feel the weight there. You feel the weight of, um, uh, this Aegis, you know, you feel the weight of all of that. Yeah. But you don't understand any of it. Yeah. Like, why is Aegis. Who is who is above the dad? Yeah. Why is who? Yeah. Who is that? <laughs> if I'm just saying, like, they're in this... Are they in a parallel world? Because they they have to go through this transfer process to go into the real world where they're not supposed to be seen. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're in this parallel world. Uh, why are they tasked with taking care of these white folks? <laughs> That's, that's what you got to do. We don't know our way around shit. I'm just saying. I just i i need to, i need. There's a piece. There's one piece. It's like I'm putting together a puzzle, and there's one piece. Right. Maybe three. Yeah. There's something, and they're there's all a chunk. there's a chunk that's that's keeping me from seeing the bigger picture. Yeah. And again, let me tell you right now. If you read this book and you absolutely loved it, this book got five out of fives, ten out of tens. By lots of people. And I'm going to tell you right now, I will, I feel totally comfortable admitting that maybe I'm not smart enough <laughs> right. that's, to understand this. That's honestly where I'm at. I'm like, maybe I'm just dumb. Numerous times through this issue, I said, I'm not, I, I, I do not, I get, I, I feel it. I definitely feel it. Uh, and but I, I think don't understand it. I kind of feel like maybe we, we hit the same rock. Like, it may have been that we didn't understand something in issue one and we kept pushing through. Yeah. And at this point, it could have been something small. I don't know. I didn't try to reread it because I was just kind of turned off. But yeah, when I got to issue six, I was just like, ah, I don't know, man. Yeah. So maybe there was something that we're missing in the first two issues that that it's just the key for the whole thing. But so far. I, I do love the concept. I, I, yeah. So. I'm still in on issue four. Okay. And issue four has this. New York is rocked by this massive wizard duel, which is never seen before. What secrets are Spencer Dallas and Aaron Mills hiding from each other? And who among the Aegis stands to profit from it? So you start to get these things from these two characters that these like kind of secret lies 
Mm-hmm. Or just things that they maybe bury within themselves or just keep from other people start to pull, you know, t- start to like, hey, man, if we've got a little bit of that in the first three issues, maybe some of this would make more sense, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's you get to see like his dad. So Aaron also mentions that he didn't have a dad. But early on, you see that uh, Spencer's dad, whatever his name is, Randolph, something stupid like that. Uh, he starts to, you know, kind of be pissed off that his son's a late bloomer because he's supposed to be like the, the chosen one. Mm-hmm. And so then Aaron is a skilled kid that had to work his way up through nothing. And his dad starts taking a liking towards him and starts cultivating that relationship more. As sort of like a foster son. Yeah. And even though Spencer spends like day in and day out trying to impress his dad, his dad ignores him. He's crappy dude. And this is the battle that they have with each other where they both end up knocked out, right? I think so. And part of that, so part of their rules, uh, as I'd mentioned in, in issue one, is like they can't really attack other magic users without getting some kind of reflection back yeah. on them. If they're not they, have, they if they're not holding their wands and they attack another wizard, they get recoil. Yeah. So they get hit with the same amount of force that they tried to put out on somebody. I think this is so this one is where um Aaron has found out that he's kind of been with his is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Falling in love with this lady. With this lady. And, uh, yeah, Spencer goes in. He knocks out the two other dudes that are supposed to help him take down Aaron because he's like, this motherfucker's mine. Yeah. But, um, yeah, at the end, they just end up messing each other up. They're equally but, matched. And even then, even at this point where we have so much content and so much world to try to decipher, the interaction between him and his love interest is don't forget the words that I told you. Don't forget the spell. It's going to be important. Mm. It's going to be the only way it saves us both. And just like, what the fuck? Why? Why put that in there? It's not important. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Golly. Um, Here's one that one complaint I have about this, uh, and it's some of the other action scenes throughout the the series so far. But it, it so they are magic users, but that it doesn't really have a form. Like they don't say I. You only see like a couple of spells. Maybe I don't even remember if he told her some magic words or whatever. But like it doesn't. The spells don't do anything. It's not like Harry Potter, where like this one makes things levitate, this things repairs things. It's like Green Lantern rings. Like, they just shoot energy out of their wands. Yeah. It's an allegory for jizz. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> one thing that we did mention is there's certain rules. Um, and you can get kicked out. Like they, He runs into this guy early on in the story where, or maybe in this issue or the next issue, uh, he runs into this guy who got kicked out of Aegis. But he, and they took his magic from him, but he still could use magic? Because it was oh, the guy, he the guy was, like fake wands. Yeah, it was like you can't use fake wands. That's against the rules. Women can't use magic. It's something to do with the fake wands. It's not necessarily. I don't. 
I don't, it, you could be right. I don't remember if it was like, no, but the fake wands are kind of like burner phones or something. Like they lose their energy really quickly. Well, it was, it was said that you can't, you, you should, you can't use them. And then it said, if you do use them, it can cause uh, negative effects on the person that uses them. Mm-hmm. That's one of the main reasons against the rules. Takes away your boner. <laughs> it gives them like concussions. <laughs> and so, I'm gonna tell you right now, folks. I'm confused. <laughs> just not about the book. Just in this moment, <laughs> I'm. There's nothing more in me as a black nerd with father issues with my body like i have my dad is my stepdad he's great i have the most amazing dad on the planet mm-hmm. but my biological father and my relationship is very terrible and so <clears throat> there's nothing more in me as a black nerd with father issues that doesn't want this story to be what i want it to be right and so i think like you said that's holding me on to it. Like that's what's pulling me in because genuinely as a comic book fan, you know, I I have to not be afraid to say when something doesn't sit well with me. You know, I looked at other people's reviews and they're 10 for 10. This is thought provoking, but I feel like some people might be scared to say a book like this. That's pro black. That's, you know, kind of something. The concept is something that, is hasn't been done before which is mm-hmm. is is there's something there there's something to this story for sure right. i feel like a lot of reviewers are kind of scared to say they don't like it because of the current climate of the world i, I can agree i totally can agree with that they're like trying to be woke yeah quote unquote so they don't want to say anything negative yeah and well um, there are a lot of things that i like about this book but as a total so far i'm completely lost yeah, the 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 writing to me, as far as explaining the plot at all, has been a failure, yeah. um, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm I'm totally lost. And usually, if this would have been like a Spider-Man book, I'd be ripping it apart right now. Mm-hmm. So let's get into issue five. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Spencer's ascension through the ranks of the Aegis comes at a cost. Plus, one of the Aegis's rules is broken, leading to the introduction of an incredible new sorcerer. Spencer Dallas continues to rise through the ranks of the Aegis. I'm sorry, I threw that twice. Uh, okay. <clears throat> well, no, no, that's not the same. It's a little <laughs> different. Yeah, I'm going to read it the same thing a different way. Spencer Dallas continues to rise through the ranks of the Aegis while breaking every rule needed to accomplish his goals, even though he's not really sure what that actually is. Just that was my problem because it's like. It seems like he's on a mission that he doesn't but, know about. But numerous characters, his grandma, Aaron, everybody are like, "What do you want?" They specifically say, "What do you want?" Yeah, what are you trying to do for? And he doesn't have an answer. And to me, that just frustrates the hell out of me. Just angry because you're angry for no reason. Like you're trying to piss your dad off. That's the story. <laughs> is this no. yeah? Is this about white people or black people? Because I know, about- man. If you're just trying to piss your dad off, this is definitely more about white people. Pick Um, the lane is what I (laughs) I didn't understand. Uh, After their violent combat, Aaron remains under arrest while Spencer is staying at his grandmother's place in order to avoid conflict with his father. 
Spencer is still uh, to witness Aaron's past memories, and they're starting to bother him. So that's one thing. We'll just talk about that real quick. Uh, during their battle in issue four, Aaron and, and Spencer basically have each other's memories. They like n- kind of knocked each other's consciousness into each other. So. Yeah, because Aaron is the more skilled uh, patron, wizard, whatever. And so he gets the upper hand on the younger Spencer. He does. But, like Simon mentioned before, Spencer was pretty much go- Gohan in this story. So he's about to get knocked out. Aaron says, just go to sleep. It, that's it. You go to sleep, I'm out. I'm leaving with my white lady. I'm good. <laughs> but nope. He has this unspoken power that they just kind of use for convenience sake. And he, bl- and he blacks out and beats the crap out of Aaron. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Aaron stabs him with his wands. No pun intended. This is not, it's not that kind of show. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> that, and then there's sort of this merger of their memories. You know? Yeah. Spencer starts to forget things. But then he starts to see more of Aaron's memories and then vice versa. But Aaron, his memories are altered by Spencer's dad. Dude, I don't even know. So <laughs> I don't even know. I'm going to finish this up. Uh, yeah, so he sets off and decides to recover Aaron's wand so he can undo their disturbing mental connection. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Spencer's father, Raymond, has put a tail on his son. Like one of those butt plug tails. Yeah. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> Monique. And has broken the rules of Aegis because Monique is a woman and women in this, which is funny. Oh, hold on. So women aren't supposed to practice magic, yeah. even though she's very skilled. But it's she funny. She's the coolest character to me. Yeah, definitely. It's funny to me that this tries to be woke. I'm going to use that word again. Tries to be woke. It's a very uh, black-centric storyline, which is great. Um, they're the magic users, whatever. But it still <laughs> creates, like, a division. Mm-hmm. Like, there there are rules, and no women, even though, like, his mom... Knows uh, magic, yeah. Yeah, like, the women are skilled magicians. They just can't use it. So maybe it's, like, a allegory to old-school times where black people worked for white people, the women... We're supposed to be at home, even though they were capable. I just, I don't know. I don't know which way to go. I just don't know. You know, I just need to, I'm just not that smart, man. I don't know if there's, I don't know if there's anything here. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, uh, so this, uh, friend and I are working on an art show and it's kind of wokish. I mean, it's, it's making fun of, uh, racial stereotypes and making fun of how white people are like, no, nah, man, I'm not racist. I support black businesses. I love fried chicken. Like shit like that. Like you think yeah. it's almost in the right direction. And then they take a hard left into Dumbsville. Yeah. Um, so like, I don't know. We feel like we're telling the right message, but maybe the, we're the wrong audience to be telling this message. Yeah. Or maybe we've got it just a little bit off. I don't know. We don't know. And I feel like, he doesn't know. Yeah. Or maybe writing. he does, and maybe he just doesn't translate it. Maybe it's just for him. Like, our thing, we think that we're being clever, yeah. but maybe it's just us thinking we're being clever. I think it might be a big part of it. It might be both. I think that maybe this would be good as a, an actual book. Mm, yeah. Where you have yeah. more context to write 
and kind of build the world. Totally. Yeah. Like, because literally every text box is like jam packed. Yeah, they with words, and I'm just like, "What the fuck am I reading?" It's so small. It's so small. So we're not crapping on. If you loved this story, and we seem to be ripping it apart so far, um, sorry. It's just opinion. We're not really trying to rip it apart. We're just yeah. And and again, it's just Simon and Lex. It's just Simon and Lex. Sorry, you paid for this. That's gonna be our shirt. <laughs> sorry, you paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> That would be my my tagline if I were a prostitute. <laughs> I right, paid for this. Issue six or issue five. I thought it was cool that he was trying to break the connection between them because he's like, no, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to get to know you. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to feel bad for you. I don't want that. Yeah, I don't want to feel. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to understand my dad. Like I got to where I am because of the anger. Now that's what I needed. You know, at the beginning, I'm like, I need motive for the main character. And I also need not a clear path. I need a clearer path. Mm-hmm. Because right now, he, issue two, he was fueled by healing his grandma. Right? That got squashed. The overseer took his powers away and then he just turned into like a wimp. And was like, if you take away my powers, my dad won't love me. Pretty much says it gives him his powers back and then even though he broke all these rules well yeah it's like a sentence he serves or something yeah then he's just sort of like a lab dog for ages now it's just i was just confused at like the rules of this place man yeah dog i don't know (laughs) i was just exhausted trying to figure this out (laughs) i didn't come here for investigations damn that's the thing i just i like to read my books and maybe that's this sort of that's the kind of comic book reader that i am I wouldn't say that I'm even a casual reader because I read some some things that kind of make you think, but like, I, I can I be completely honest? Maybe we get through issue six and then I'll be completely honest. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, six is you. Go ahead. Oh man. Oh, six is me. <laughs> yeah, I read. I'll read it. I don't care. No, I got it. Raymond, the dad, only wanted the best for his son Spencer, but at what cost to them both? At what cost? The brilliant, which I don't even understand. The relationship between father and son hits its breaking point. Plus, where does Aegis imprison the world's most dangerous wizards? First of all, Aaron was in prison, but like, what? He was in like... Like a super cushy prison. The fanciest place. I, I've never even stayed at a hotel that nice. It was yeah, like a, a nice, Martha Stewart prison. The nicest place ever. Excellence number six. It's loaded with what you would assume is big revelations for the cast, but not for the reader. (laughs) The reader can feel the pain, and I will say that, and I've said it almost every issue. Feeling the emotion isn't the problem, because in this issue, you have the confrontation between Spencer and his dad, and you, you feel the disgust he has for him. Mm-hmm. His dad's keeping some sort of secret, which that's exactly what this book needs more secrets. <laughs> so apparently, even though his dad has been this loyal lab dog for ages the entire time, now he's like, I, wait, wait a second. I'm, I'm, I want the same thing, but we have to make sure everything's lined up. Like I've treated you like shit your entire life because I wanted to make sure you were ready. And he's just like, yeah. what? Yeah, man, I'm trying to get you good. What? And then it's, uh, so it's like, He's he says, you know what? No, 
Spencer says, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take down Aegis. So you finally get what his plan is. I don't understand why the entire book was focused on them saving white people, though. I feel like that was a misstep that I missed. We need it. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. We need a helping hand. And his dad says, listen, not yet. Still not yet. I'm not bending on this. His son makes the final plea with him like, hey. When? Those, if I'm not if we're not doing this right now, let me know when. And then I will sort of, yes. Let me, just give me some sort of plan and I'll be with you. And his dad just says, not yet. And he tries to make it. He does this magic spell. The only magic spell that I remember in the entire thing is the forget thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, forget. Forget the past hour or whatever. And his son's like, no. Yeah, too powerful. I am nah, too powerful. Not today. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'll remember everything, which I thought that was cool. I was like, okay, this is this little moment is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I like this. I'm going to grab onto this nugget and I appreciate this because this is a, this is what this, you know, the whole story should have been moments like this. And, um, and he's like, no, I remember everything, but then it like fast forwards to he's 19 fighting the overseer again. Yeah. Like these wolves. And the overseer is like, what I tell you last time is now he's 19, which is the age we haven't seen yet. I think we might've seen before when he's, in the future fighting the overseer and he's like uh the overseer's like i got you beat and he's like not yet and then they show aaron as big as the incredible hulk busting out of jail mm-hmm. just like that's it what <laughs> yeah that's one thing i will say about that is this issue is the the back and forth with aaron like he's going to visit like this so you see these other things where spencer is visiting aaron but aaron never wants to see him right but then you find out in this issue i believe it's this issue that he's been going in and and he like wakes aaron up from asleep using this spell and then they write all these notes and then he makes him forget again yeah and then he makes him forget which i honestly issue six really pulled me in because i was like that's Awesome. Yeah, it was the only issue that I liked because it was all cool wizard stuff. Yeah. It showed like his uh, his friend that you saw in the first issue was sort of like the security guard of this prison. And he's mm-hmm. like, uh, magic is it, like, you know, real life, sleight of hand, misdirection. So he's like, right. people yeah. are looking at him. They're not paying attention to me. Right. And he goes in there and it shows this whole thing. I'm just like, where was this this entire time? Like, right. small explanations like that. Like, him explaining it in the side dialogue instead of I would I wish that it would focus more on explaining current moments rather than always diving into Spencer's emotional distress because that's what all the side dialogue was. Yeah, I don't. I'm yes, I'm not interested in reading like a teenager's rage diary. We get it. He's mad. <laughs> he has every right to be. We the reader never forgot that his dad's sons. We, yeah, we, we never did. We didn't need. The entire reminder and there there is that weird moment um there is that weird moment where his dad seems pretty cool yeah. but then he's like forget yeah like okay yeah no you suck he sucks always sucks his dad sucks we never even for once and then you realize oh there's a side story that i just i thought was cool but then like the more i thought about it i was just like you can't just put that in it 
So you, so Spencer starts to learn more and more about his uh, Aaron's memories, mm-hmm. and he sees the conversation that um, Raymond had. Raymond, which is Spencer's dad, has with Aaron, and he's like, "They didn't uh, hurt my mom. You're basically comatose her. It wasn't mm-hmm. an accident. They did that as a message." Yeah. He's like, that kind of what sets Spencer off again. He's like, well, what was the message? And then you learn from Raymond that the fir- this wasn't the first time that Aaron fell in love with somebody, which I thought was kind of cool. It's a story that made that would have made it a little bit more interesting if we got that. Maybe, but why would you? Why would you keep letting him make a mistake like that? It was his that's- son, his only son that he really cared about. He didn't give a shit about his real son. And again, that's what this. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The more I think about it, the more it's not that cool. But if it's like. I'm making stories up in my head to make it work. So like maybe, maybe it was the same lady that he keeps falling in love with. and keeps finding her again, Mm. you know, but then why would you keep letting him go out there? I don't know, man. Maybe, I don't know, whatever. I, to be completely honest, do you want to do a roundup? Hold on. Let me say the father and son and brother versus brother conflict dynamics legitimately are the are what holds this story together mm-hmm. for me um i have an older brother and him and i do not get along so i relate to a lot of things in this book uh again father versus father son the father son yeah I'm, I'm right there with you on that i got father son i got a brother versus brother conflict like my younger brother and i would get along but my older brother and i do not and For me, I want it to, again, I want this book to be something that maybe it's not. I will say, like you mentioned, issue six pulled you back in. It pulled me in because I was like, where where was this the entire time? Mm -hmm. I needed this. In every issue, I needed a moment like this. So I felt like the plot is building up to something interesting. But as you and I have mentioned numerous times, I... I like my self-contained stories. Like if it's, I don't want to compare it to Once in Future, but like Once in Future ended with the potential of having something else. Didn't need it, but could have. This, right. I, would, I would have liked a little bit more self-contained story. Mm-hmm. Like to make me like a real fan. Like maybe take a lot of the shit out. Yeah. I don't know, man. It It's kind of a mess. Yeah. Alright, so let's do it. Let's round it off. Let's see. Volume one, excellence. What do you think? So let's just talk about let's talk about writing first. Let's talk uh, about, do you want to break it down pros or do you want to just go straight? Yeah, we'll do pros. That's pros the, cons. Pros we'll just knock that out rather than <laughs> case by case. So pros, uh, I think the art was great. Um, art and coloring, I, I really enjoyed it. I think that it it really fit. I think that the action scenes were really awesome. Like it really shows that stuff well. Um, whoever the the uh, main artist is and the the colorist really did a great job. Terry <clears throat> Randolph and Emilio. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> an interesting last name. <laughs> um, is he Italian? Emilio. Yes. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, so I like that a lot. Um, I'm a strong believer in that art can carry a story, and 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 I said it numerous times. 
and not so, I don't mean carry completely. I mean, right, yeah, if yeah, this yeah. would have had a terrible artist, I would not have gotten through issue six. Right, yeah, yeah. So, um, I also love the concept. Like I'd mentioned earlier, I like the concept. I think that it could be really great. Um, I don't know what it would take to get there, but I think it could be really cool. Me too. But, unfortunately. I love the concept. Pros. I'm with you. Art was, uh, there was a few scenes where, where, uh, where I was like, I could nitpick, but mm-hmm. again, I'm no, you know, art critic. I loved it. Uh, the action scenes, it, anime vibes. This whole thing is the perfect anime to me because the story mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily make sense. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. but it's, but it's not, not enjoyable. You know what I mean? Like if this wasn't, think about it in anime settings, like those stories are completely, crazy and don't make any sense the action looks okay. great so this is an anime which again could be enjoyable i related to a lot of the aspects of it but to a fault i think i think um i think that i was maybe giving it a pass making excuses for it because i related to the father son brother brother thing um and again brother, brother. you know like the concept is great. And so there was concept plus that. Plus, you know, I love anytime you get like, not saying I'm tired of reading white stories, but like anytime you get like a fresh new story and like black creators, black characters, like it's interesting to see. And so I, I try to give it a little bit of a pass to that. But no, I agree. I, like also, I, I also can't lie. You know, yeah. I I love a divorce, uh, diverse storytelling, like to see things from the other side. But um, to me, I don't, yeah. I don't really feel like it did that. It was just, it seemed like it was just like, we're going to make the black characters the wizards, but they're still chained by a white character. Yeah, they're still in, not slaves, but it kind of gave the vibe, man, which I'm just, I'm so. Bit. Like they have to follow the rules. And yeah. they have to cater to these white people which it, you didn't notice it but there they were only white there was a white guy proposing to his white wife and then the white lady that aaron fell in love with that was the only yeah. two that they showed yeah which why would if they, uh, if they only showed those two why would it why was it such a big deal like that why i would, would i would like to have seen more of that like yeah. what their job is yeah yeah i don't know because then they were also busting like uh, you know the fake wand ring, like it looks like not dope houses, but it was kind of like you know, mm-hmm. for the guy was selling, he wasn't selling like drugs, but the uh, homeless guy came over to him and gave him like a sack of I don't know dripping nonsense. <laughs> it's birdseed. It was weird, man. I feel like I'm not going to give things a pass for the sake of giving them a pass. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like I said. The reviews, I try to go through and look at some reviews to kind of get a feel for what, maybe if I'm missing something. I do it all the time. Um, a lot of people give it five out of five, thought provoking, things like that. And I will say it's thought provoking, but like not in the not right, like not in the right way. The same thing, like when we reviewed Spider-Man Life Story, it's critically acclaimed, but yeah. we gave our honest opinion. We didn't like it. And then I'm going to say this one, we'll, we'll I guess we'll, you know, we'll do our our score in a second, but I was just lost. I needed uh I needed less and more. 
if that makes sense. Yeah, I need cliff notes on this. Yeah, I needed less of some stuff and more of other things. So mm. that's that. I think we got it. The art was good. We talked about the art while we were doing our pros. Cons. Go ahead. We didn't talk about cons. <clears throat> Excuse me. God. Um, I'm sorry that everyone just heard that through their speakers and their headphones. Um, sorry you paid for this. <laughs> there's another one for you. Uh, keep the change. Um, <laughs> so, uh, cons, man. I just, I, the story needs something. I don't know. I, like I said, I need cliff notes. I need something to set up the world better. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's the world building. Maybe Spencer needs to be less angsty. Uh, we've all had shitty fathers, you know? Yeah. Like, being a dad doesn't make you a father. And, uh, I don't know. He, he holds a bad grudge against his dad. No, I mean, in issue six or five or whatever, it kind of makes sense. His dad's a real dickhead. Real whatever. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah. My con, uh, honestly, my con is just the, the plot development and the world building. I gotta yeah. say, I won't say that the writing as a whole is bad, but uh, those two parts really. I wanted to like this book, man, but it needs a prequel book, uh, completely about ages. Mm-hmm. Like no, because there's a there's a tree that they talk that they mention, yeah, with that, ten there's... with ten branches, and these are these elite families. Right. And they, and they, and I, that was something I really paid attention to, um, in the trade because there's like these intermittent covers, not really covers, but like the, the first page or the yeah. last page of the, the book. And it'll have like the, the tree and the family tree and all that. And I'm like, man, I feel like I need to pay attention to this. And they talk about it numerous times, like you're going to be the last member of this great family. So maybe, Aegis needs its own prequel book, like not even about Raymond and the Dallas fam, Dallas family, or whatever. Like maybe just about the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because yeah, you don't really see much of the world. It all looks like a different dimension, like white. Yeah, you just see rooms. Maybe you just need. Maybe I feel like that could, would do a big, big service to it. Mm-hmm. Like be years before Raymond's born. Yeah, you know his dad. He has his dad. He gives Spencer his dad's or his wand that his dad gave him. That his dad gave him. Maybe do it about them. I feel like it's gonna keep going the way it is, no matter what. Yeah, but I'm hoping more people. I don't know. I don't want something to be canceled, but I want things to be looked at more critically. Yeah, it's in vol. It's got a volume too. It's already got twelve issues. Maybe, maybe I got to read that one. I don't know if I can make it through another volume, to be completely it's a lot, honest. It's a lot. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to. Yeah. So, do uh, are we rating time? Let's do it. I pulled I printed it out in my new printer as a test. I wasted all of my ink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's all of it. Pretty got this. Um, I'll go first. But I will say this. So, I have difficulty rating this because I don't... I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, it's I'm not so, I'm the same way. It's not that I didn't like it. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think that it was too much. Yeah. I don't think that it was too little. But I definitely don't think it's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. It, the best I can say is that it's 
I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it like a D one. We'll just say D one, and I and I'll uh, I'll say that because it's simply undercooked. Not that it's bad. It just it needs something. It it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And uh, and to be completely honest, it was a it was a slog. It was really hard for me to get to issue six mm-hmm. um, when I was reading it, and I didn't reread it. Which maybe maybe that would have helped, but um, I reread uh, I reread one through three, but I stopped reading at three, and then before I picked it back up, I just reread the whole thing. I just it didn't help. Oh, okay, well then I don't feel so bad. Um, but yeah, when I was reading it last weekend, I was like, I don't know, I'm just gonna keep reading until I'm done. <laughs> you know, like I don't know. I hate that, so, but I also. Don't hate it because it's like we can't have every book we can't love. It would, be, we would, it would be real, you know what I mean? Like our podcast would be phony if we just we real. If it was just like, oh, real. we loved, we loved it. Like yeah, this it is a great. real. This is an honest um, reaction review from us. Yeah, and, and it's kind of like not depressing, but it's kind of like I don't want to read a bad comic book. And like we know, not that we have a successful comic book or anything like that, but we even on this, even on the small scale of it know all the work and and everything that goes in, talking about this guy that goes into it so we That's know funny. we know how it goes and so it's like i don't want to read it i love comic books you know? right well it, especially it's disappointing when something <sighs> i'm I excited to read it yeah it'd be like cool. you know you hear that schindler's list is such a powerful movie and you watch it and you're like this is yeah. and it's like ernest goes to camp not saying it's the same thing but. sorry if y'all can keep if y'all hear me knocking my mic i don't i lose track of where my arms are and i keep hitting it okay i'm gonna go oh this is t- it's tough for the same reasons like you said mm-hmm. and it's really hard to pinpoint it because like i hold E5 is like my 10 out of 10. I don't give that a lot of books. We have given that book, given to books before. Yeah. But I don't give that to a lot of books. Um, but one, A1 is like. To me, that's like shit. But then again, this is an arbitrary rating. Yeah, it's, it's basically to like, you know, you make your own reasoning up for your brain. Mm-hmm. You know, and I9 to me is just like, I could never. I couldn't. Fin- <laughs> I couldn't finish that. But see, this yeah. is you know, I'm gonna give it um, I three. Like it's it is it, it would be hard to get through. I could do it. <laughs> I did it. But uh, there's a big jump there from I three to J three. I was confused the entire time. J three. Oh no, J three is what I was talking about. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> long it's eye. Like, it's like I long eye. <laughs> long eye three is what I was talking about. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, yeah. If you you gotta you can't just eat the bread. Yeah, like you gotta put something on that to make it. Well, it's like you put it in the toaster and it was like I would throw J nine away. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Any right. any anything on that? You know if. All the back five nines, I would throw those away. <laughs> J three, pretty much that, that whole corner, I'd pretty much throw away. But J three, I would be like, "Fuck." Yeah, well, 
breakfast. I would scrape breakfast. off some with a knife. <laughs> like I said, I would take take some away. So I'd scrape off some of that black with the with the yeah man with the knife, and then I would add some jelly or something. So I would add some. Yeah, um, you got to add something. So that would be the perfect score to me. That's how you make powder toast, man. Is you scrape a little off the top. Day three. Again, folks, if you love this, I would love to. You know what? I've gotten to the point in my life where I don't get offended what people say or think. So like, if you have a, a you know opposing view, then yes, you should. And if you liked it, you liked it. And I'm. I would. I would love to hear the reasons why I should yeah. like it. I would love like, to talk about it and break maybe, it down. And like Simon said before, maybe we missed something. And I, for one, would love to hear about something that we missed. Or mm-hmm. if there is an interpretation that you have that maybe we hadn't thought of. We fancy ourselves clever guys, but honestly, we're not that clever. <laughs> my mom calls me smart all the time. Nah, my mom doesn't even call me smart. So <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. We graded it. I'm sorry. I was really excited. Like I even told you, I was like, man, Marine Excellence, I've been wanting to read this. This is this is another one of these books that I'm glad that we were on the same page because I I was like, Fuck, dude, I, I don't want to tell likes that I did not like this book. <laughs> well, again, it's not that I didn't like, even but, like know, it. It just doesn't. But make it sense. would have been cool though if I had an um, and I tried, I tried to have like an open mind and I'll, maybe like an alternative thought process, and it would have been cool if I could have presented that to you and we could have had this conversation. But we're too much alike. <laughs> so folks let us know what you think um, and I don't know what we're reading next week I never know even though I made the list that's eh, on there we'll look at it later uh, that's it folks we're circling the drain let us know what you think let us know if you liked it that's it we'll see you next time later